Wow, good morning. Hi. This is the earliest I've ever recorded a podcast. <laughs> I haven't even had my morning tea yet, so if my voice sounds a little different, that is why. Hi, thank you for coming back to Ear Glowing on this beautiful Monday. It's a travel day for me as I'm heading back to Florida from Massachusetts from the wedding and our long Labor Day getaway that we got to enjoy. And can I just tell you real quick, I was looking forward to fall weather, like chilly, like, ooh, it's it's kind of cold. I need a layer because in Florida, it's so hot. Well, <laughs> the week we were in Massachusetts, it was unseasonably warm and it was in the high 80s every day, which I still thought like, oh, I can handle that. Like we live in Florida. It's really warm out. I'm, I'm sweating every day, but no, I mentally wasn't ready <laughs> for the heat in Massachusetts. Oh, it was hot. And I, I, I'm kind of bummed we missed out on like a chilly cold fall day but the leaves were beautiful they were already starting to change which is wild it's it really does feel like fall up up there i'll give you a little recap of our trip we started off in cape cod which is on the ocean it's very nautical beachy but also like there's something so special about it because you're it's surrounded by like forests. Like you feel like you're in the woods, but you're also on the ocean. It's just so beautiful. I, I've never been anywhere like Cape Cod and I used to go as a kid and I just like, it's, that's what Cape Cod is. But now as an adult, I just have such an appreciation for it. And this was our third visit in the last two years that we brought the girls. We made a whole family trip out of it. It was just so much fun. And now I'm starting to think like, oh my gosh, are my girls gonna remember going to Cape Cod? Like, is this gonna be their memory of it that makes me really happy to think about so we spent labor day weekend there we hung out with justin's family and my family all week long and our friends and then we had justin's brother's wedding which currently as i'm recording this hasn't happened yet but i'm assuming it's going to be literally so much fun i have never been to a wedding like this i'm just gonna let's say that like the amount of detail in this wedding the amount of like fun that is infused into all of the planning I've never been to a wedding like it. <laughs> I'm really excited for it. And I can't wait to share that maybe on next week's podcast episode. It's gonna be a good time. My dress is stretchy and comfy, so we're excited about that. And and that that pretty much sums up the trip, <laughs> at least from right now, currently recording this. It's a great, it's been a great trip. What I've watched, I still have watched shows. I left one out from last week because my list was like embarrassingly long. I am embarrassed, honestly, of how many shows I said I watched last week. <laughs> So I left this one out. It's on Netflix. It's called Untold. It's a series of sports stories, like behind the scenes and sports or like the untold sports stories. That's why it's called Untold. <laughs> and I had watched one, I think it was in the wintertime. Might have been right when I started the podcast, but I watched one about the hockey team, the Connecticut hockey team, the Trashers, which I really loved. And that was the only episode I watched because it was from New England and like I don't know. I had nothing to watch and I really enjoyed it. Um, but I heard good things about this episode. It's called Untold Jake Paul, the Problem Child. Now, Jake Paul, if you're unaware, was a social media sensation in like 20, I want to say like 2013 through 2016, 2017. They talk about it a lot in the documentary, but basically he started out as a viner. Yes, vine, like back in the day. <laughs> Did you have vine? I had it and i loved it and like there was a few like standout people on vine and he was one of them him and his brother and they did like pranks and they were just so silly and they did jokes and funny dances and they were just huge and then when vine died they ended up going to youtube and i kind of lost track but i do follow them both on instagram both the brothers but 
Jake ended up getting into boxing, which is really interesting because he's really good at it naturally. And I mean, like he trains for it, so he works hard to be good at it too. But I don't think anyone could just start boxing and training and like be that good. Anyways, so the summary is pro boxing sensation and troublemaker Jake Paul shares his unlikely journey from online prankster to power puncher in this documentary. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I love seeing like since I I feel like I knew who he was 10 years ago and I like kind of like lost track of him. It was cool to like see like more of the behind the scenes of what was going on with his life and get caught up on where he is currently. I also love like an underdog story. <laughs> so it was entertaining. If your husband or partner, spouse, anyone you know likes boxing and you, you know, if you recommend it, I think they would enjoy it too. <laughs> I, it's so funny because I watched the George Foreman movie last week and that's all about boxing too. And I'm like, why, what? I have never watched a boxing match in my life, in my entire life. And here I am watching like two movies about it. It's a crazy sport. It's not like MMA. I don't like MMA either. I would never watch that. But watching these guys, it was, it was really cool. And then I started watching season four of Love is Blind after the altar. So season four was on earlier this year. And remember the, the live reunion like wouldn't go live and people were freaking out about it. And then it went live on Netflix only for some people. It was just a disaster, but... I don't know, am I, are you remembering this? They did an after the altar, which they typically do with these series. And they, you know, show the couples that are still together. They show the couples that are not. And I couldn't watch it. I'm only two episodes in and I'm like, this is not entertaining <laughs> yet. Like, uh, I just don't care. I'm like, I, I really don't care that the, <laughs> the couples that are happy, they're just like, we're so happy. We love each other. And they just talked about, you know, the same things. Like each couple, like, I felt like they all had the same things to say. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, and I'm not really like invested in the other, other <laughs> cast members' drama. I just, I don't know. I'm like, am I maturing? Like, why do I not like this? No, I'm definitely not maturing because season five of Love is Blind premieres on September 22nd. And I think we should have a watch party for it because I love watching them in the pods. It's the best part. And then when they come out of the pods, that's also really fun to watch. <laughs> Love is Blind. If you have not started it, there are four seasons for you to watch right now. And each of them is equally exciting. Like they all, like you never know what's going to happen. It's not super sappy love story. There's so much entertainment and it's so interesting to watch these people fall in love just by having these deep conversations and then getting to know each other in person. And it's just, I think it's fascinating. I think the show is like genius and that's why they're about to start a season five. <laughs> so if you haven't watched it yet, check it out. Don't let the after the altar scare you or like I don't want to turn you off to it just because I hated watching that another thing I watched uh, on the plane there was like no good movies there's no good movies and Justin and I were sitting like I feel like I'm saying like a lot hold on I'm coughing because I need to drink more tea let's take a sip let's take a sip of tea maybe you have a water we gotta stay better hydrated that's one thing I was slacking on on our trip last week drinking enough water it was just a lot taking care of the girls keeping up with them making sure they're fed <laughs> All right, cheers. I'm taking a sip. Here we go. So on the plane, I sat in between Rosie and Blake and then over the aisle was Ayla and then Justin. So we were like a couple kids apart. And I looked at him and I was like, we're gonna watch a movie together. But there was nothing I wanted to watch. And they also didn't show you the trailers, which I love watching a trailer and then being like, okay, this is what we're gonna, we're gonna watch it. So you know what we, we saw? <laughs> gold member, Austin Powers gold member, which I haven't seen 15 years maybe. It was 
hilarious we were cracking up we were just we were like kids we have silly dumb sense of humor so <laughs> and it was i think honestly when i watch movies with justin that are like dumb he makes them even funnier for i don't know how he does it but it just when i see him cracking up at a part it makes me laugh <laughs> so we have our headphones in we keep like looking over at each we press play at the same time but we kept looking over at each other at sarah parts like giggling or like making a funny face it's just Austin Powers. Mike Myers, if you watch that movie though, and like see all the different characters he played, he's really talented. How he's able to get into the different characters and the different accents and all in one movie. It's kind of crazy. There's there's not really a, I'm trying to think of another actor who does that in, in one movie. And there are like three or four characters in one movie. All right, a couple wellness, wellness things going on over here. What's new wellness? I am back on my pink stork tea. I've used them through my first trimester but i ran out for a little bit i like the orange ginger flavor and then peach ginger which typically i don't enjoy a ginger tea i know it's good for morning sickness and nausea actually as ginger has a lot of health benefits but i'm not generally wanting that flavor they do such a good job at making it less spicy you know how ginger is like spicy my kids actually <laughs> started calling it that and like oh that's spicy and i'm like you're wait yeah yeah ginger is spicy but in the pink stork teas it's so mild they just do they just do such a great job i also love their postpartum teas which i had after i had blake they have a postpartum uplift which is a lime flavored tea and i have never had another lime flavored tea <laughs> in my entire life except for this one by pink stork it's so refreshing and delightful it's mood lifting it's it's kind of like my tangerine tea but lime and i know it sounds weird but listen is good and this is something you can drink postpartum or, or not postpartum same thing with their pregnancy teas like you don't have to be nauseous in your first trimester that's just who they created it for anyways been loving them i think i might be able to get a code soon i don't have a code yet but as soon as i do you will you will see it next is derma clara you know those patches i wear on my forehead under my eyes they're reusable up to 30 times they're made out of one ingredient, which is 100% silicone, so they're pregnancy safe, breastfeeding friendly. I use them for wrinkles and fine lines. They also have patches for stretch marks, preventing stretch marks, but also making them less visible. What is that called? Like minimizing the look of stretch marks, just like they do for wrinkles. And this, the way that they make and shape the patches, they are for your belly. Like they make ones for pregnancy specifically. I'm going to be trying those out just as a preventative measure. This is my fourth child. I do not know how big my belly is going to get. Stretch marks, I just want to also note, are not a bad thing. I have them. I swear everybody has. Everybody has stretch marks. Mine just aren't on my belly. They are in other places. You can just imagine <laughs> where they are. But yeah, I'm going to be testing out these on my belly just to add extra hydration because that's how the silicone works as it pulls moisture to the surface of the skin, promotes collagen production. Yeah, I'm all about doing things now for the benefit later. Sometimes it's hard because it, you're like, there's no benefit. I don't see the change or like, why am I working out every day? I don't, I don't like it. Or maybe it's like a certain food you're trying to eat more of. Yeah, it can be hard, but you got to do it because of the end goal. Like, you know what? This is going to be good for my future me. Do it for the future version of you. All right, moving on to today's topic, which is my reel that went viral. 
and the attention that it got. I want to talk about this because I, I, I mentioned it briefly on my Instagram, but in case you missed it, a couple weeks ago, a reel, it was actually like three weeks ago now at this point, I posted this reel about, it was a trend. So I'm doing like a little dance where you're covering your eyes and it's like the Jagger song. It says, <laughs> ignoring all the people that say, better be a boy this time and just praying for a healthy baby. So I thought any debate happening in the comments was going to be about gender. Honestly, when I was looking through them, like the feedback was pretty positive. Like I got a lot of people like saying like, yeah, I know it's so frustrating or like, oh, I remember going through this when I was pregnant with my third. And then there were a couple that were like, don't lie. You know, you want a boy, which isn't like a negative thing to comment. But at the same time, I was, I was kind of frustrated with those because I have said several times that if I have a fourth girl, I will be happy. Like it doesn't matter. Do I want a boy? Would it be cool? Yes. Will I be upset if it's a girl? No. And I felt like I had people saying like, oh, you're going to be mad if it's a fourth girl type of thing. And I'm like, what? I said, no, listen, <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. I am not. And I also felt like these people kind of want you to be miserable. Like they want you to feel <laughs> that pain of like, oh, I didn't get what I wanted. I don't, does that make sense? So anyways, those were like the kind of like comments that I wouldn't say got under my skin, but the ones that I did feel like, oh, great. This is an annoying comment. Like that's not what I said. That's not what I meant. Like they're just here to spread their version of cheer, which is misery. <laughs> Anyways, so there ended up being a comment and I responded to this. I saw this. It was one of the first few and she had said, you know, as a mom of an unhealthy child, all all children are deserving of love. I agreed with her and I said, yeah, oh my gosh, and I'm sending you guys so much love because she didn't really go into unhealthy, like what that was for her and her family. But I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what she's going through, but I'm sending you guys love. That comment ended up sparking a debate. <laughs> Because when she said, all children are worthy of love, that doesn't mean, or like, I never said that they weren't. I never said, and if I don't get a healthy child, I won't love them. I never said, if I get a disabled child, I will be unhappy. There was was not the conversation. I was literally just saying like, like, I don't care what this baby is. I just, I'm praying that they're healthy, which there's nothing wrong to pray for health or to pray for health for my child, for every child. So what happened? A couple more of these comments came up that were more twisted. I felt like that first woman who mentioned her unhealthy child was the best intentions. Like she was being just sweet and saying, you know, like I'm seeing this from a different perspective and I wasn't offended by what she said. I thought she was just sharing a little piece of her story. I wasn't offended by it, but these other comments came in. I'm going to read you. (laughs) I'm going to read you one of them. This person said, whatever healthy means in quotations, if it's not healthy, then your prayers won't be answered. How is ableism different from being sex selective? (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is the internet though. It's like, if you say, I like apples, then someone's gonna be like, well, what about oranges? And you fail to mention mangoes and bananas. You need to go educate yourself. Like, oh my gosh, it's just, whatever healthy means, healthy means health. Like health, let me, let me tell you what healthy means. I will tell you right now. Healthy means in good physical condition, in good health, not diseased, healthy cells, indicative of conducive to or promoting good health. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's so silly. Everyone wants a healthy child. Even people with unhealthy children. Even when my kids get sick, I pray for them to get healthy. I don't think there's anything that that could get twisted about it, but of course it's the internet. So literally anything can get twisted. So these couple of comments set off a debate (laughs) 
within themselves a whole thread you know people arguing like sharing their perspectives and it just it got it got heated so kevin stage if he's on instagram tiktok facebook he's really entertaining to watch too on tiktok he made a video about it he sh- he like did a green screen so my video is playing in the background my reel doing my little dance with the girls in the background and he's talking over it and he shared the comments and how ridiculous it is so he went back to the first one about like i have an unhealthy child you know all kids are worthy of love and he's like she didn't say that they weren't but you guys are (laughs) accusing her of thinking that and then someone went after me for sending that family love because you know i didn't know you know her situation so i'm like sending love and someone had commented which i didn't see because like when i'm telling you these threads of comments got heated i can't go through all of them and i also don't want to engage in them it's cool because like i'm like hey you keep commenting like this reel is just getting more views and it's getting seen by more people like my engagement's going up so it's cool but sometimes it gets to this point where it's a beast it's a beast and i have to choose like my mental health and also like answering my dms and creating new content and spending time with my family (laughs) instead of getting involved in the threads of these comments so i didn't even see this one came in but this girl responded to me and said not sure what you mean by sending her love when you just insulted her child for not being healthy so i didn't see this but kevin went on to say in his video she never insulted anyone's child she didn't insult anyone period like where's the insult like show it to me so it was honestly and he went on to like go through a couple more comments and just kind of like break it down he broke it down and said like you guys are being ridiculous you are what's the phrase that's like you're trying you're trying to find an issue with this that isn't there you're making up problems that don't exist and i honestly really appreciated that he made this video on my behalf like that was really cool and i mean on behalf of like all moms and all people on the internet that was the point of his video is like you can't say anything on on the internet without someone turning it into something negative or twisting your words into something you didn't say which is so true can i tell you something else okay so i had woke up to all of these messages people were sending it to me on facebook on instagram on tiktok text messages from my friends saying like kim i'm so sorry you're dealing with this like I just saw this video the guy posted. You guys, I just want you to know I wasn't sad. I wasn't torn up. I wasn't offended. I wasn't, like before he made the video, I wasn't like crying in a ball in the corner thinking like, oh my gosh, people hate me. Like I really, I, I wasn't. And I don't want people to feel bad for me. I, I really don't because I am in a great state of mind. <laughs> like I'm doing, I'm doing okay. We are doing very well. And I'm at the point, something still will get under my skin a little bit or i'll spend too much time thinking about something somebody said but not this because i know that there is an opposing view an opposing opinion (laughs) and something negative to be said on every topic it comes with the territory of being on social media over the years i've had my words twisted a few times and sometimes it bothers me and other times i'm like it it is it doesn't Sometimes it does not bother me because this was so extreme. Like these people, it wasn't worth a debate for me to, it wasn't worth the conversation. (laughs) Like I didn't see it going anywhere. I think some people come on the internet angry and bitter and then they will search for that outlet to be angry and bitter. (laughs) 
everywhere. And we actually had a discussion about this, not discussion, um, in church. Our pastor did a whole message on bitterness. It's crazy when you hold on to, to hurt. Basically, bitterness is someone hurt you and you can't let go of it. And deep down, it bothers you as much as you like ignore it and you're like, whatever, I've moved on. Whether it's a friend, an ex, someone from high school, someone from your childhood, a teacher that never gave you a chance, whatever it is, if you hold on to it in the slightest way, like if you think of that person and it still makes you think like, (laughs) just like that sound, that girl, like whatever. Like if you feel that inside of you, that's bitterness and you're carrying that around. And people who have this severely, because I do think there's different levels. I think there are people that are bitter to the entire world. And then there are people who are bitter to a certain topic, like maybe love. Maybe they were hurt in a romantic relationship and now they're like, I'm over guys. Like all guys are pigs. All guys are dumb or whatever, you know? Back to this. (laughs) The whole message was when you are bitter, you have these goggles on. Like, you know, like rose gold. People see the word rose gold. Like, that's a good way to see the world. But bitter people have like bitter goggles on and they are constantly looking for the negative. It's really sad. And sometimes what they do is they'll walk into a room, an event, let's say. Let's say they walk into this wedding that I went to and they're bitter. They will automatically point out the negative things in the room because it makes them feel less disappointed. Because they they are expecting a letdown. They are expecting to be upset and disappointed and hurt. So if they point it out first, like, oh, they don't even have wine glass, like the right wine glasses, like, of course. Or like, oh, the cocktail hour was terrible. The food was all cold. It's supposed to be served hot. Like if they point out the bad things, it makes them feel better because they don't leave room for hope and opportunity and good and then to get let down by those things. Does that make sense? So these bitter people, when they come online, they're doing the same thing. They have their bitter goggles on and they're looking for for negativity. They're like, okay, (laughs) who's gonna get it today basically? No, but they come on, they can take anything with with this vision, this bitter vision and twist the words and make it negative when it wasn't intended to be that way. Like like the wedding. The wedding's not supposed to be something to be upset about. <laughs> like you're supposed to be having fun. But a bitter person will find a reason to be upset and angry. And they always do. If you look for it, you will find it. If you look for a reason to be mad, you're going to find a reason to be bad. If you look for a reason to be happy, you will find it. Go watch that documentary on Amazon Prime I told you about last week with um, Hugh his last name is really hard to pronounce but it's called gem it's about being happier i think everyone needs to go watch that yeah so that has been like my how i've felt about this the entire time is you know i can't make other people happy and some things aren't worth my energy especially during my pregnancy gotta protect my peace over here i got a family to take care of i wasn't emotionally invested and like i started saying i do from time to time I will receive a comment or maybe it's a message and I end up spending too much time thinking about it. I overthink it and then I want to correct it or make it better. And I start to think, does everybody feel like this? Does everybody hate me? Like those type of thoughts. And honestly, like I do see it in others that, and I see it myself, when we want to make people happy and we actually care about people, it can be hard when someone's upset or they 
misunderstood you and you, you have this genuine innate instinct to like oh i gotta make this better i gotta fix it i gotta fix this problem i need this person happy i want them to like me we have this built into us like that's how god made us <laughs> we want to be liked and it comes it like draw, traces back to our primal instincts where if you don't have a group of people a community of people basically back in the like think back in the caveman days when we like back in the day if you were ostracized like if you were kicked out of the group you were dead like you cannot protect yourself and care for yourself alone we need our communities we need people to want to be around us we need love so that's where that comes from that feeling we all experience it so this is kind of how my mind works i have to remind myself when i am feeling like someone doesn't like me or someone didn't like something i said that feeling of wanting them to change their mind or to to find common ground that comes from an innate instinct that we all have and sometimes i make it mean more than it means right like maybe that person doesn't even care they just like felt like they needed to say something i don't know that's the beauty of social media and technology even things can get misconstrued like some of the people in the comments even though they were a little aggressive and harsh <laughs> may we don't know their tone maybe they were like hey i'm not sure what healthy means but like what about this like i just picture like a different voice in my head or listen hear a different voice in my head and it could have totally changed the tone the tone of the comment right like maybe they really weren't upset it's hard to imagine but when kevin made the video i'm getting messages from friends but also now that original reel that i posted is blowing up again because he's got a lot of followers he's got a lot of people on instagram <laughs> A lot of people on TikTok, everywhere he posted it. Now his videos are getting comments, but the people who watched it, his his community, they came running to my page to defend me, which I was like flattered. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are so nice. This is wonderful. Thank you for supporting me. And wow, I was just, I really appreciated them taking the time to watch this video and feel some type of way about it and, and empathizing with me and saying, wow, this girl did nothing wrong. And then coming from either Facebook or TikTok over to Instagram to find the original post, to read through the original comments and share their two cents or respond to the comments that kind of got a lot of attention. <laughs> That's what honestly what they wanted to do. I took some screenshots of <laughs> some of the things they were saying and these people were ready to fight. They came with their fists up. They were basically looking for these specific comments that Kevin had mentioned because they wanted to respond to them in maybe not the nicest way. So as much as I appreciated the support, I was kind of like, you guys, I just don't want any more fighting. Can we just, can you just say like, I support you. You said nothing wrong. <laughs> we don't need to, these poor people that um, left the comments, the back, the amount of backlash that they received, I cannot imagine. I can't. <laughs> Like, I would hate to be on the receiving end of that. And even though, like, I guess their comments weren't negative to, towards me or could have been rude, whatever, I don't want them to receive hundreds, if not thousands of DMs and messages, comments on their page. Like, I, like that, that's a cycle that I don't want to be part of. I don't want more negativity to come from this. I just think, one, the support is great. If you want to just say like, hey, I support you. Thanks. That means a lot. Honestly, it does. And maybe you could say like, I don't agree with those people. That's fine too. We don't need to go out and attack them. So when that started happening, I was like, oh gosh, like I don't, luckily their comments have been removed. So people couldn't even respond to them, but it, it was really crazy to see how many people were willing to take the time out of their day to 
seek out the comments and seek out those individuals and respond to them. And while all of this is happening, doesn't the New York Post reach out to me? <laughs> and they were asking me for a statement. At this point right now, currently recording this, I haven't decided if I'm going to say anything because I feel like I don't know what to say. I mean, I just said it all right here in this episode. <laughs> And I had to think about it. I was like, well, what do I, how do I want to phrase this? That's, that's the thing. It's like, I know how I feel about it. It's hard to put, like, it's easier for me to talk it out versus write it out. But I guess if I had to put it in words, it would be, what they wanted to know is like, can you, like, we saw what happened. We, we heard it all. We saw the comments. Can you explain what it's like as a mom to receive that sort of backlash? And I guess my answer to that would be, there's never going to be a time where we can all agree on one thing. There are opposing views and opinions and it just comes with the territory. And as a mom specifically, when we talk about parenting and motherhood, there is no rule book. There's also no one right way to parent or to be a mother or to even talk about our kids. And it varies from generation to generation, from culture to culture. It's it's just different. Like everyone will do it differently. It's one of those things that is unique. It like it's a thumbprint. Like our motherhood journey is a thumbprint and it won't look like anyone else's. What you go through and what your kids are like and how you raise them will be completely different from everybody else's motherhood thumbprint, fingerprint. I'm using my thumb right now as I press it down. Anytime we're talking about something regarding motherhood, it becomes really passionate and heightened because as a mom, these topics can be really sensitive. They're so close to home. They're close to your heart. A lot of emotions can get brought out. (laughs) And this is not my first time experiencing these opposing opinions and negative comments. I've had to learn to not let it take up so much space in my mind, but also have a certain level of empathy for the people that have a different perspective than me. I am open to hearing different perspectives. I'm not always going to agree with them or even make the time to have that discussion just because I don't see it always being productive. But when it comes to receiving backlash, I think something that has been really helpful for me is having a community that I know understands me and knows who I am and knows what my values are and they don't have to agree with them but but in my community the women who are part of you know the fit pregnancy coaching page my Kim Perry Co the the my followers my audience my the girls who are working out with me every day we have something in common we actually have a lot in common you listening, we have a lot in common. Think about it. We're not this, we're very different people, but we've got things that we can bond about. And I think that and having that level of community, when things like this happen, when things get taken out of context, when someone comes along and trolls, like it's, I have, I have support. I have my girls <laughs> to not only have my back, but to remind me, like, not everyone is like that. Not everyone is coming here for a negative reason. And this usually happens when a post goes viral. You always get people coming to your page who you don't have anything in common with, who don't have the same morals and values as you, and who came with their bitter goggles on. (laughs) And hey, you know what? I do have people who follow me and we don't have a lot in common. And that's okay. They still want to be part of the community because there's something there. And that's cool too. But my point is, when you have a community and you have that level of support, it makes handling backlash a little bit easier. 
So thank you for being here. Thank you for helping me through this. Even if you didn't, if you feel like you didn't do anything to help, just being here, listening, liking my posts, watching my Instagram stories. That is so kind of you. That is so supportive of you. And I appreciate you doing that and being here and showing up for me, for the community and being part of it all. Thank you for listening here today. I'll let you know if I um, get featured in the New York Post. I don't I was honestly shocked. I was like, don't they talk about more important stuff than Instagram drama? (laughs) Like TikTok videos? Maybe not. All right. But if I release something, a statement, it will be what I just said. So look forward to that. (laughs) All right. Moving on and out, exiting this episode. Um, One other thing I wanted to mention to you is Fall Focus is coming back. We have a six-week challenge coming in a couple weeks here. It's going to bring us right through the rest of September and October. You're going to love these workouts. They are featured in Mom Fuel, but for a limited time, you'll be able to get your hands on them outside of Mom Fuel and inside of the Fall Focus Challenge. It's six weeks. There's going to be prizes, workouts, a six-week schedule to follow, and a community of moms and women like yourself that are here for a good time. Okay, that's what it is. That's what we have in common. We're here for a good time. <laughs> And I can't wait to see you. I will put a link for that below. All right. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening today. And I'll catch you next week. Bye.